Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're gonna to be talking about how to increase T4 levels naturally without the use of prescription thyroid medications like levothyroxine or Synthroid. So if you are somebody who's trying to optimize your T4 levels, either because you just wanna have healthier, a healthier thyroid gland or because you have a low thyroid condition like hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's thyroiditis, this information will be helpful to you. T4 is the most abundant thyroid hormone in your body and it's important for thyroid hormone regulation because your body takes that T4 and turns it into T3 on demand and when certain tissues need it. Now, as we talk about these natural therapies, I want you to keep this diagram in the back of your mind because what we're gonna do is you'll find that the therapies we're gonna be talking about will target different levels of this feedback loop. So in order for your thyroid to work correctly and for, in order for your thyroid gland to produce T4 thyroid hormone, your hypothalamus must communicate with your pituitary gland your pituitary must communicate with your thyroid gland, and then your thyroid must be able to produce T4. So there's three different levels that must be functioning in correctly in order for that T4 to be produced. So let's talk about number one. Number one, we have the foods that you stick inside of your mouth. Now what you can do is you can, these foods will target the thyroid gland because what you're doing is you're providing your thyroid gland with the building blocks that it needs to produce that T4 thyroid hormone. And the three most important nutrients that you wanna focus on include iron, tyrosine, and iodine. And if you're trying to increase these nutrients via food, then you wanna consume more spinach and beef if you want more iron. You need to consume more pumpkin seeds and animal meat if you want more tyrosine, and more seaweed and shrimp if you want more iodine. So number two, let's talk about food volume. So we just talked about what type of foods you should be eating. Now let's talk about how much you should be eating. And if you want to optimize T4 thyroid hormone production, you must be consuming an adequate amount of calories. In fact, the calories that you consume much ma must match your metabolic demands. As you decrease calories, then you'll start to see a decline in thyroid function. Now, in the beginning, you might see a paradoxical increase in T4 levels, and you might think that's perfect, that's exactly what we want, but it's not, okay? And the reason is because this occurs as you reduce your calories, your body reduces T4 to T3 conversion. So T3 levels drop and T4 levels may temporarily increase. Now eventually they do go down, so you can't count on this as a way to increase your calories. And this occurs as your body adapts to those that low calorie environment and slows down your metabolism. And this is part of the phenomenon of metabolic adaptation. So it's not a good thing and it's not what you want. Instead, you wanna match your calorie intake to your metabolic demands. And you can do this by just honoring hunger cues. So as long as you're matching, you know, as long as you're eating when you're hungry, and as long as you can count on those hunger cues and those, those hormones that balance your appetite are not imbalanced, then you can trust that process and you can ensure that you eat a sufficient amount of calories. Number three has to do with supplements. There's lots of different supplements we can talk about here, but instead I wanna focus on one of my favorites and that would be thyroid glandulars. Now thyroid glandulars come from animals. So what they do is they actually take the thyroid gland out of an animal, they dry it up, they desiccate it, they stick it into a capsule form and you can take it as a, as a patient. And what it does is it contains a number of similar ingredients that your own thyroid gland needs at, because the animal thyroid gland has a lot of those building blocks 
pro, pro hormones, enzymes, and proteins all built into it. So essentially what you're doing is kind of similar to number one, which is providing those building blocks for thyroid hormone and thyroid function to occur. But you're doing it in supplement form. Now I will say, that thyroid glandulars have not been well studied. So it's not exactly clear how they're working or whether they're going to work for each person, but I can tell you anecdotally that I've seen a lot of success in using these supplements on thyroid patients. So take that for what it's worth. Number four is alcohol. And this isn't consume alcohol, this is 100% avoid alcohol. And that's for two reasons. Number one, we know that alcohol is toxic to the thyroid gland. So if we use this, we use this diagram, we'll see that there's a negative impact on the thyroid directly. In addition, we also know that it blunts the TSH response from TRH. So basically what that means is the hypothalamus is not able to communicate with the pituitary gland in a normal way as it would previously. And if the pituitary can't, is not being stimulated, then you're not gonna get that T4 thyroid hormone production. So at the end of the day, alcohol should be avoided 100% if you want an optimal thyroid function. Number five is sleep and stress. We must pay homage to these two important therapies that most people get angry when I bring them up. And I get it, right? Because if I tell you to just sleep more, it's not that easy. If I tell you to just reduce your stress, you can't always do it, right? But I also can't, in the same breath, sit here and ignore it because it's one of the most important things that you can do if you're trying to increase T4 levels. So practically what this means to you is that your sleep should be greater than seven hours because you start to see really big declines in thyroid function when you get less than six, and stress should just be minimized as much as possible. So there's no real hard value here, it just minimize stress as much as possible, and there's many different ways that you can do, you get more sleep and also manage your stress. I won't go over those today, but at least I will mention if you can impact them, they, or if you can positively impact them, then they can help directly increase T4 levels. Number six has to do a little bit with diet as well, but this could also be uh, moved over into the supplement realm. And that has to do with increasing your intake of essential fats and omega-3 fatty acids. Now we know from studies that supplementation with vitamin D and omega-3 fatty acids together, so a supplement form, uh, may reduce your risk of Hashimoto's by up to 22%. Now you can get omega-3 fatty acids from supplement form, which is what this study took into account, or you can do it the way that I would recommend, and that's get more omega-3 fatty acids through your diet. And if you're trying to do that, eat foods rich, or eat foods like chia seeds, salmon, walnut, eggs, flax, and even avocado, as these are all naturally rich sources of omega-3 fatty acids. Number seven, we need to talk about exercise. So exercise, much like sleep and stress, has a profound impact on thyroid function generally, including T4 levels. Now, we do actually have some numbers which will be beneficial for you to, to hear about right now. What researchers have done is they've looked at different levels of intensity of exercise, such as 45%, 70%, and 90%. And then what they did is they tested thyroid hormone function after these various levels of intensity or various degrees of intensity. And they found that the magic number is 70%. Now, yes, you still get benefit at 45%, and yes, you still get benefit at 90%, and that benefit starts to trail off as you get close to 100% of your maximal heart rate. So you're still gonna get benefit no matter how much you exercise, but 70% seems to be kind of the ideal range if you wanna really get the most bang for your buck. Now, how can you calculate this, this what your heart rate should be as you exercise? It's actually really simple. You just take 220, minus your age. So for me, that would be 36. Now this will give me my, my recommended maximal heart rate, which for me is 183. Then you take this value and multiply it by 
0.7, which gives you 70%. And for me, that gives me 128 beats per minute. So if I was going to exercise to improve my thyroid function at this 70% level and get the most bang for my buck, I would want to do an exercise that gets my heart rate up to 128 beats per minute on average for about 20 to 30 minutes, four to five times per week. Now I'd recommend you do this calculation and do any exercise that gets you there. It doesn't really matter, but do stay consistent. In terms of the frequency and how much, again, that's four to five times per week at 20 to 30 minutes each time. We just spent a lot of time talking about how to increase your T4, but we didn't really touch on your T3 levels. And that's unfortunate because T3 is the strongest and most powerful thyroid hormone. So if you'd like to optimize both T4 and T3, I'd recommend checking out this video next, which talks about how to naturally increase your T3 levels.